Hare Krishna. We have until six o'clock. And there's our to do our first question and answer panel type discussion. And we'll have two of these. And this first one was planned and it looks like it's going to work out all right. Whoever registered um, before coming here was sent uh, an opportunity to ask whatever question you like on the topic of exploring the Rotata. So we received a number of questions. And those are the questions that we'll be dealing with now. And I don't think we'll get through them all. And another session will take place on Sunday, and three of us will be here for that session. And once again, you'll all have an opportunity to ask more questions. And how those questions will be made available to us, here's one thought. By now, you probably know who Satvasar is. He's the one that's running around and running around with his cell phone and running around. Where is he? There he is. He's back that time. Everybody's ready to rescue him. He's got to go somewhere. Whoever's got a problem, he's got a backpack for him. So, and so in writing, you submit something to him. And he'll see that you get electronic version and up we go. Alternatively, Ajita, who is doing the registration at the registration table, he's waving his hand right up front. He can receive your questions, and similarly, they'll be put together, and that's what we'll work on on Sunday. Of course, during class time, after class time, questions and answers also. Okay. That's what, that's what's happening. So, uh, you just... You just spoke, right? Yes. So I'm going to address a question that I think was appropriate for the Vendor's Rupa who can answer because he spoke about it this morning. Well, he made reference to Prabhupada's essay on the spiritual master. And in that essay, there was reference to the following. The spiritual master is described as being the sum total of all the demigods, what does that mean? You got a microphone? You all each have a microphone. What does that mean? Sarva, Deva, Maya. Maya is a suffix, means composed or made of all the days. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what it means. So, uh, I've never read a, a, you know, it's just very loosely translated, uh, 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 but to me, it means that from all the devas, there come various benedictions and gifts blessings and so on. So whatever is available from all the devas is available from the 
That's my understanding. If the person who asks this question wants to pursue you know, a follow-up type of question, you can reach your hand, otherwise we're going to move on. I'm satisfied. There's a lot of vagaries, by the way. <laughs> people, people say 33 million, but it's actually 33 crore. If you look at the Sanskrit, it's crore, 33 koti. That means 330 million. Yeah. <coughs> Not 33 million. Just by the way. <laughs> and this question seems to be right up your alley. Let's see. This is in this panel. Uh, more and more it is commonly spoken by senior devotees in this time that an aspiring disciple has to ask their spiritual master for initiation. I strongly feel that it is the spiritual master. Not what you think it's going to say. <laughs> that has to decide when the disciple should get initiated. What is the etiquette that a disciple should follow in your mind leverage? If I understood the question right, um, a couple of things. One, we know from Shastra that both the guru is supposed to test the disciple and the disciple is supposed to test the guru. So at least those two processes are both there, but it's the guru who decides whether or not to accept the disciple certainly. And it's the disciple who has to themselves determine um, who do I feel can connect me with Krishna and deliver me from this material world, provide spiritual knowledge, set an example like that. So those two sides are there. And is the question talking about, like, say, how many guys in heaven to more and more that is commonly spoken by senior devotees in this time that an aspiring disciple has to ask their spiritual master for initiation? I strongly feel that the spiritual master has to decide when the disciple should get initiated. What is the etiquette? Don't go through the story. Both. They do, but I just, you know, just like he's, he's yeah, it's both. a luminary who explains it. <laughs> it, it. It's both because um, the disciple, it's, it's their choice who they choose as a spiritual master. Prophet says that, you know, and in such a question, I also had a book about this that was specifically saying it's, it's more important than the choice of a spouse. I want you to be very careful in terms of selecting spiritual master. And we know in this time there's many spiritual masters who are qualified to, to represent Prabhupada and, and, and bring us to Krishna. And the disciple has to make the decision based on um, who I feel I can uh, have faith in and I have trust in and who is speaking on behalf of Prabhupada and Krishna and who is uh, setting an example for me to follow and who I feel is, is uh, committed to Krishna. And the Guru also certainly has the decision, do I want to accept this person as my disciple? Now this kind of is the recommendation process that Prabhupada himself had in place. Prabhupada would have the temple presidents give recommendations if a candidate is ready to be initiated. Sometimes devotees may not be aware of that and think, well, why is this process like that? Why do I have to wait until the temple, temple president to give approval? That's actually a process that Prabhupada put in place himself. So he had this, this kind of this intermediate.
here, it was there within the building, a person and as an authority in ISCON who's spending time with the candidate, knows the candidate, and would also give their approval. So in that sense, it's kind of a three-way decision. It's a, it's a three-way decision. Did the person who asked this question want to ask a follow-up question? Has your question been satisfied? You strongly feel something else. No, he just wants clarification on something. Just like this strongly felt. Uh, the reason I asked that question is there's some kind of a understanding that if this actually can just after the process that you were explaining just now, all three. I, yeah, identifying the spiritual master and the spiritual master and the disciple examining each other. It's like the disciple can just go and ask the spiritual master, please give me invitation now. Is that adequate on the part of the disciple? Or what should be the proper adequate to get that spiritual master disciple relationship? Yeah, well, they, thank you. The, the etiquette within our society is first for a certain period of time, I think it's six months. Minimum, I think, to focus on proper. Oh, the minimum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we should encourage all new devotees that Prabhupada is our founder Acharya, he's the preeminent sixth guru for everyone. You should read Prabhupada's books, chant Prabhupada's pranam, build a relation with Prabhupada and his society, take the spiritual instruction from so many devotees, gradually be aware of the different diction rules with the Niskan, build a relationship, and then for a minimum of six months to be dedicated to a particular spiritual master, chanting their final prayers, and then again it's the, the spiritual master says yes with the group of the temple president, then they can be initiated. Supposing someone to help. Supposing someone's done that and they've been, you know, practicing Christian consciousness for two years and three years and four years and counting. Now what's the etiquette? Do they just should they just wait? until someone taps them on the shoulder and says, Hey, Prabhu, what do you think? Or should they take initiative from their side, or can it go either way? Just get it. So this, the aspiring disciple has not yet established a relationship? Well, they've done all the things that you said, and, it's, you know, and, and some time has passed. Okay. A year, two, three years have passed. And, and they're like wondering, okay, now what should I do? Should I wait till my spiritual master approaches me and says, oh. or should I take initiative and say, or what's the etiquette? I'm going to defer to the two spiritual masters on the panel. <laughs>
And you're right, there's, there, there's a local recommending authority too. That person may be withholding a recommendation of something. But, but there, there should be open lines of communication Then the end of it is communicate. And but you know, but the nature of that communication depends on the you know, variables. Something that I sometimes do, not always, but I say commonly do, is when I'm getting the sense that a person is approaching you know, it's not a number of years, but they're approaching some kind of qualification. I ask them to give consideration to what they feel they need to do to improve themselves and help become more fit representative of the Nisipha succession. And discuss that with those who you work very closely with, your, your temple president, or your, those values, and so forth. And have that interactive dialogue with them and then come up with a, a plan of self-improvement. Work on that for some period of time. Six months, a year, or whatever. You know, like, so there's actually some... So the goal is not, you know, the pure devotee bell rings and I'm ready for initiation. That's not... But, the, but there's movement towards, you know, self-evaluation, Here's um, another, I think, very suited to the administrative question. The grand disciples of Srila Prabhupada are in a unique position with Srila Prabhupada as the founder of Charya, along with their initiated spiritual master. He's both for them. Um, whoops. The grand, whoops, excuse me, excuse me, correction, I'll do it again. The grand disciples of Srila Prabhupada are leading with Srila Prabhupada as the Tandrachar, along with their initiating spiritual master, and the need to focus on both of them. There's a possibility that it could prove to be difficult for some. How can this be overcome? I think the language is, you get to the question. Um. I, 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 I don't see why there should be a difficulty. Um, is the difficulty paying enough attention to your Diksha Guru as to Srila Prabhupada, or is it the other way around? Is you paying attention or being involved in Diksha Guru and not so much as Srila I'm a second generation devotee, and I have my Guru, and I'm a second generation devotee. And I have Srila Prabhupada, and I have to have a place, a special place for Prabhupada, and a special place for my initiating yeah, okay. And I might get, like, you know, confused. How do I manage So this? they have two separate places. Uh, first of all, Prabhupada's special position, I, I think, is contained in the idea of being the founder of Charya. Because that special place should be for all his time members for as long as there is a miscon. Uh, you just, you just, right now, people who are grand disciples of Prabhupada uh, 
naturally have the association of people who knew and remembered Srila Prabhupada. Shortly, that will be the case, and things will change again. But Prabhupada should not fade into the background uh, for subsequent generations just because of that. I mean, one, one of the things that we are doing uh, and that this book that, that I did for the GDC was, was to uh, looking at a time where there won't be anybody on the planet who had any direct experience of Srila Prabhupada. And so that will be a big change, we know, from the history of religion that whenever the founder uh, uh, goes away, then, then, then that's actually, you go through a crisis. Uh, 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 that's one. Then the next crisis is when all the original witnesses are gone. But the scholars say anyway that the Christian gospel didn't really get written down until, you know, some of the original disciples were getting pretty old and somebody said, hey, you know those stories you tell? <laughs> Right, and now we're going to we won't know anybody anymore. So that's like a big, a big, second big transition. Uh, and so we, we want to make sure that 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 uh, that that's, that place of Shri Prabhupada is is conveyed by those words found in chart. Uh, and just as, for example, in the month of Sampradaya, Madhva has a special place, and Ramanuja has a special place in his community of Sampradaya. So similarly, Srila Prabhupada always has that special place. His books will always be important. They'll always be read. Uh, they won't, go, won't become one guru in the past. So uh, I, I, I think that, that all of us are trying to, to make sure that, that, that this tradition of Srila Prabhupada is, is very well established. And all gurus in this time will be servants of the Kandal Charter, not just the even of this generation of people after Prabhupada. They will all, all be servants of Srila Prabhupada. And um, yeah, and, and Prabhupada has um, given us uh, in, in his writings and pieces of translation uh, access to our whole tradition. There's a great deal more. We, it's never been translated, never been talked about, and so on. And so we, through Sri Prabhupada, we'll also access all uh, our previous. Uh, Charges, especially from from Lord Chaitanya. Did the person who asked that question want to ask a follow-up, or it's you're satisfied whether you are? Okay? You would ask that one too. Let's see if he asked the next one. So Anutama Prabhu has been teaching, not only teaching, he helped create the disciple course. And if anybody doesn't know what the disciple course is, uh, you will soon. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 
those of you that are not yet first initiated will be required to take the disciple course. And those that have first initiation but have not yet received second initiation, before receiving second initiation, will have to take the disciple course. And those that have received first and second initiation, it's recommended that you take the disciple course. <laughs> and he's one of the responsible people for putting it together. <laughs> and teaching it multiple times now. So he's like, he knows it inside and out. And this question is related to one of the topics that's covered in the disciple course. And the question reads as follows. Gurus who have fallen down and reinitiation becomes a question. Hmm. Considering that Guru is one, dash, Krishna, who descends through the medium of the Guru Parampara, is it the case that the Guru can appear in the form of an initiating spiritual master, give you the real mantra with the proper conception of the holy name, and then disappear from that form. Parentheses, falling down or something like that. Is there any need for a disciple who has such a guru to take reinitiation from another guru? Question mark. Sure. One clarification from the person. So the first question, I think it's, it's, it's two. Um, it seems to imply the question if one takes initiation and then that spiritual master gets up in emotional service, falls down. Um, is their initiation still intact? Seems to be the question. And then, is there a need for a disciple as such a guru to take reinitiation? <laughs> well, we've seen in our society, initially we didn't have so much understanding that these problems may happen. We've seen over the last <clears throat> 40 so years that um, the it's not easy to be a spiritual master. I'll make one comment just from my work with Ravinda Srikabu and Shredder also helped and a, a group of devotees that helped pull together this, this disciples course. Yes, they also share responsibility. <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, I can say having helped put that together and then teaching it, it's really increased my understanding tenfold about what it means to be a guru in ISKCON. And I think the first thing that I came to understand is that there's probably no more difficult service and that gurus in ISKCON, as Rabindu Srikuru said recently, said to Misko, they are, they are servants of Prabhupada and they are the devotees that have understood that so deeply that they are willing to take on this tremendous responsibility and obligation to Prabhupada to try to care for others in the discipline succession. It's, it's really 
Yosemite's from the point of view of kind of a, a devotee or a disciple or maybe a godbrother or a godsister but the devotee was taken on his responsibility. It, it, it may just seem like, you know, it's a position or, or it's, it's, it's something that's, um, we may kind of depersonalize it almost. But actually, it, it, it's a phenomenal commitment. I know like some of you here are temple managers or bhakti ritual leaders, whatever. And you know what it's like when you have other devotees that depend upon you and maybe call you in the middle of the night once in a while or expect you to be able to solve all of your problems or expect you to be joyful 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for the next 952 years in a row without so much as a toothache as to come in the way of your manifestation of your blissfulness or something. Um, you know, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot, that's a lot of pressure just for, uh, as the bhakti leader, as the temple president. But, you know, devotees then have actually understood Prabhupada's intention to spread this movement far and wide, that it does depend upon keeping the Prabhupada going, and it does mean as Prabhupada said and ordered and said, I want all my followers to become spiritual masters. So to take on that responsibility is, is phenomenal. And really has increased my respect for those devotees in, in, at least tenfold or more. And, and we understand that sometimes devotees have taken that responsibility due to different effects. You know, Maya is still making war on all of us in this material world. Sometimes we've seen gurus became just too much pressure. Sometimes maybe took on too many disciples or had too many responsibilities. Or oftentimes we kind of see that the problem sometimes that the gurus may tend under the pressure of burden responsibility become a little too isolated. And oftentimes that's kind of the first and most serious problem that happens. Because um, we all need support systems, we all need friends, we all need people to, to help us carry the burdens of life. <clears throat> and spiritual masters have spiritual burdens and to have you know, support systems, devotees that are God brothers and extended networks of devotees to support them is very important. Sometimes devotees have gotten themselves in a position that they didn't have that support. They became a little isolated, nobody could really talk to them or ask them, how are you doing, or is there anything I can do to help you, etc. And we've had a, you know, a, a pretty good number of people that were serving as initiating spiritual masters who gave up their Krishna consciousness. Um, it's a little slow in recent years, but it happens. So, the question is, those, are those persons uh, initiation intact? If at the time of initiation, a spiritual master is following, is acting in his official role, his devotional role as a spiritual master, and later some difficulty comes up and he gives up uh, for some time as Krishna consciousness, the initiation is still intact. We took initiation at that time he was qualified, it's still there. If it turns out that, has turned out sometimes in the past, that uh, the spiritual master who gave initiation was not actually properly situated at that time, then that initiation may not be intact. And at that time, it's recommended one should take reinitiation. Um, if if one feels some real need for additional help, if, a spiritual, if, if my spiritual master leaves, gives up Krishna consciousness, 
Uh, I may decide that I need extra help. I can take reinitiation if I choose to. GBC policy is there, you can take reinitiation. It's not as encouraged as strongly as it was years ago, but the option is still there. And certainly the main principle is to take guidance from senior devotees. So whether that means reinitiation or sometimes accepting a formal six-year group, but definitely accepting guidance. And I have many friends in Krishna consciousness whose gurus stopped acting in Krishna consciousness, and some of them got reinitiated and doing fine. Some of them accepted a formal six-year relationship with another Kiskan group, and they're doing fine. And some of them didn't accept reinitiation, but they've just taken shelter of senior devotees, and they're doing fine. So we can see the potency of Srila Prabhupada is there through the Prabhupada, even if there's some difficulty, and Krishna's still there to help us. Is that your question, too? <laughs> sure. I remember Guru Maharaj, I remember hearing years ago that if uh, a Guru has left the moment, then uh, the disciple needs to take the initiation because it's just like reconnecting with the Guru Parampara, like an electric cord which is pulled off the wall, it needs to be plugged back into the outlet. That kind of an explanation. Uh, is that still valid because from what Anandama Prabhu has said, uh, it looks like you can either take the initiation or you can take Shiksha, that is good enough. And is that same equal to reconnecting with uh, you won't go to hell on the technicality. The question is practically uh, what works for you? Uh, some people feel that. Having a spiritual master leave was very devastating and they want that reassurance of a formal reinitiation. It's good for them. Uh, uh, it, it really, when something like this happens, remember the super soul is there and, and one has to inquire why did this happen? Did I do anything uh, 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 that, that I couldn't prove on? And that one just has to pray for your strength to, to help me find the next step I, I need. And so you can establish a secure relationship without the reinitiation, formal so the, the question is, it's not, to me, it's not like a legalistic question. You know, you wish that or not, and you don't do the right rituals, you don't make it enough. It's not like that. It's yeah, a question of spirituality. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. One particular part of your question is, or was, um, the Link with the specific succession, uh, assuming that when that initiation took place, the link 
was established and is still established. The link is still there. Then all the opinions together, the devotee said. What's important is to receive association from the qualified person, whether it's this method, that method, the other method. And very individual. In, in part, it's from the heart. And in part, it's from guidance. Thinking of some specific details where, depending upon a particular situation, this was best. Depending on another particular situation, that's just fine. And so on. Um, this is something that I think there's whole slew of questions here about those who are guiding you and what is their, what's the, what's the nomenclature, what's the etiquette, and all those kinds of things. So, I'll, I'll, um, I'll read a couple of them. Huh? I will, but I, I think there are some other parts of it that I think both of you should speak because we'll, we'll see. Um, Here's, this, these are all etiquette questions. How to see the guru is the headache. We hear that guru is one, and that the shiksha and diksha gurus are, quote, equal manifestations of Krishna. However, sometimes we hear that there is an, quote, order of importance, unquote, when seeing in the gurus. The order of importance is usually presented as follows. And they give something that's not really standard. Um, so, is it simply that because we cannot see the one guru everywhere and it's helpful for neophytes to see these different kinds of gurus in different ways. Anyway, so edification, there's a very nice, two things, there's a very nice book, which, gee, 20 years ago or so, was translated, Krishna Bhajanavrita, by a very exalted follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Narahari Sarkar, and it's an etiquette, Guru Etiquette book, very nice book. You can get available to download it, translate it, Ramaswami translated it, and so forth. Um, while uh, the Guru was one, and Shikshu Guru, Dikshu Guru, to be honored equally because they are representatives of Krishna, there is a um, etiquette matter that <clears throat> one when one um, is connected to specific succession through initiation, and when one hears some pearl of wisdom or some illuminating message from some source, 
one has the etiquette obligation of bringing that question to the diksha guru. So that's like the high court. And fidelity primarily goes there. Now, it can be a conflict if, just like in the lines of the authority paper, some of you are aware of the governance line and the spiritual line. Within the spiritual line, there can be a conflict between Diksha Guru and Shikshu Guru's world. What if Shikshu Guru's say something different than what is Diksha Guru going to do? And yet it is, you accept that this, the, he doesn't use this language, but the high court decision is the final decision. And those that are serving as shiksha gurus, part of their etiquette is to nurture the faith of the devotee, of course, ultimately in Krishna, but you know, faith in their diksha guru. One who performs the service of Shikshu Guru that doesn't do that can disturb faith. That's not good. But similar to the lines of authority, I'm referring to this because if you haven't read it, you're going to have to read it. It's part of our ISKCON one to know this and, and those who initiate it and so forth. So, um, I'm a Shikshu Guru. I, I have a relationship with someone who is one of her Vidur's Guru's disciples. And one of those Guru's, her Vidur's Guru's disciples comes to me and says, you know, I've heard such and such. And I'm not really sure about such and such. Can you verify? You know, if I heard it right, the Vidur's Guru says such and such. Well, first thing you go back and verify the regular group who says such and such. But if I have some concern, well, you know, I don't know if such and such is in line with our founder Charlie's teachings. I don't go and say, you know what? The religious group proposed pocket's got some holes in it. I, I, I don't do that. Does that mean something like well, let me, let me think about this. This is a very important question. Let me think about it. And then contact with industry and say, did you say such and such? And maybe it wasn't exactly such and such. Can a little clarification, please? So, so he, Diksha Guru and Shikshu Guru, can be in you know, fidelity with one another's message. And so the Shikshu Guru can then go back to the, to the devotee and say, guess what? Yeah, it wasn't exactly such and such, it was so-and-so, or something like that. You know, the, the, the part of the responsibility of Shikshu Guru is to give Shiksha, but Shiksha should be in consonance with and resonance with the message of Shiksha Guru. Supposing, you know, supposing something, um, I remember a point in time when it was not yet clear to me that in the category of Shaktivesha avatar, there are some Vishnu Tattva Shaktivesha avatars. 
there are. In that situation, this is an example. It's a Vishnu Tantra, Shakti Vishavata. And um, I was sitting in some class with Bhakti Trimaraj, and he said, you know, what scripture says that there are some Shakti Avatars that are Vishnu Tantra. And I didn't like jump up and say, you're wrong, how can you say this? And, you know, some private separate discussion, you know, can you clarify for me? And you know, here's the reference, it's in the teachings of Lord Chaitanya, which comes from Chaitanya Charitamas, and here's the example. Somehow I missed that. I mean it's 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 a, it's a detail, it's not an essence, but um, my response anyways, if there's an example of how to do such a thing where you know, supposedly he heard me say that it's only Shaktivesha avatars are only Jivatatra empowered by the Supreme Lord. That's if he privately says, take a look at this, state them to recommend to Vishwadas Pandaras Goswami and Prabhupada's report indicates, you know, it's not just Jivatatras, it's also in some cases Vishwadas. So then, is nurturing of faith is important. So that in there, there are benefits with these different positions, although they're equal. They're to be equally respected. Nonetheless, there's an etiquette involved in interacting with them and amongst them. Two things. In 
Shivana Sanita, text 37, purport. Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasanita addresses, not in detail, not, no, you know, there's a more topic, but when this acharya and that acharya have difference of statements, seemingly self-contradictory, it's either this, but it can't be that, or if it's that, then it can't be this, and how does someone process that? It's not the same, but it's similar. And um, in short, two things don't take sides, and I'm just keeping a plain street language. And uh, differences are allowed. Now, I, not being on the platform of this acharya and that acharya, I may not have the, the capacity to understand this or that position in the veracity absolute veracity of either one. I'm operating in platform of faith. And my faith need not be disturbed because this may be right and that may be also right, depending upon the angle from which we look at it. That's like an Acharya question. That's the etiquette. And as your Krishna consciousness, or as one's Krishna consciousness evolves, like in the, the particular, it's, it seems that Diva Goswami is saying something different than Rupa Goswami. That's not possible. It looks like it. But again, you know, Parakya and Smokhiya. It looks like it. That's not. Yeah, it's not. Then he goes on to explain why it's not, or how it's not. And one may not understand it. And then he explains why one may not understand it even with the inclination. Because our consciousness is you know, materially affected. We won't understand how this and that are both right. They're actually saying the same thing, or they appear to say different things, but they're not. No, you know that you're really question. I'm just glad it's <laughs> I would, in your case, I would advise two things. I mean, this particular step back, wait till the smoke clears. <laughs> and it may not clear. And they continue to be smoky. It looks like that's what's going to happen. You know, he's our GBC chairman. He, he's got his fingers crossed. The smoke's going to clear. <laughs> I don't know if he's counting on the smoke clearing. We've been going at this for some number of years now, Prabhu, and you know it comes almost the same boat every time, no matter what we do. But we're going to spend two full days, three full days, in Tirupati, trying to get the smoking. I'll make a prediction: smoking. And what is your mission, Sure. Aspect of this, there is such a thing as transcendental disagreement. Let's serve Krishna like this, no, let's serve Krishna like that. The transcendental disagreement is not like the end of the world. Let's go down. See the color of the